Kind of some interesting readings that we have today. The first reading from the prophet Habakkuk and Jesus' parable kind of parallel one another. And we get the, the kind of taste or the, the feeling that there's from, uh, from Habakkuk and from Jesus telling this parable to his disciples of a person who's going through a lot of suffering. And they're, they, they're, they're really patient. They're like, God, when are you going to actually answer my prayers and take care of me? You know, and it brings us to this question, which is a question of faith. Is God really looking after us? Is he really listening to our prayers? Um, if so, why does it seem like there are so many things that happen to us in our lives that it could be so easy for God to take care of, and yet God does not take care of them? And, and of course, we can all think of, of things like this, where it's just can become very difficult for us to know why God is allowing us to undergo certain trials or sufferings or why he hasn't answered particular prayers. And this is, this is really what the, what the prophet Habakkuk is crying out. And so what it comes down to, it, it's, it's a matter of faith. It's a matter of faith and trust in God. This past week, we've been reading in the weekly readings the story of Job, the story of the prophet, kind of prophet Job. And Job was a man who we believe um, the book that is written about him, or maybe by him, was possibly the oldest written down book in the Old Testament. Which is kind of interesting because the book of Job deals with one of the biggest issues that we as human beings have always grappled with. Which is the issue of how could God, a good God, allow us to suffer? That's what the book of Job is about. And So you have this guy Job who's the holiest man on earth at that time. There's no one more righteous and good and wonderful than Job. And Job is a tremendously wealthy man. He has a ton of property. He's got a big family, lots of children, and uh, and a good wife. And his health is very good. And so Job receives um, a temptation. And Job's temptation is all the all the earthly things are taken away from him. Basically, his life becomes miserable. So all of his children die in a sudden natural disaster. All of his property is confiscated. And so Job was more or less a king of a small region in that area. And that's completely gone. He has no, no money or um, financial capability anymore. All of his livestock are stolen, etc. And then Job also develops this skin condition where he has these miserable boils on his skin. And so he can kind of almost hardly move. He's just this very miserable, horrible-looking and feeling creature. And so throughout the book of Job, which is a very beautiful, poetic book, poetic imagery, we see this group of people, including Job's wife and his friends, come by Job one by one and in some way tempt him to curse God. 
and to forsake God. And they also try to say, Job, you must have done something that deserved the wrath of God. And Job says, no, I I didn't do anything. I, I don't understand why this is happening. And so one by one, everybody comes by. They're tempting him. And Job will not curse God. He refuses to curse God. And so you're kind of wading through this rather long book. And, the, and it's all the silence of God. God's nowhere to be found. There's no explanation given. There's no, no way of understanding why is God allowing this to happen to Job. And so in the book's climax... At the very end, God comes out of a whirlwind, we're told, and kind of everybody's there present, and everybody's reduced to silence. They're just kind of in awe of the, this, this giant whirlwind, and the voice of God strikes fear and respect into the hearts of everyone there. And God actually doesn't give an answer. This is very interesting. God's answer is to question Job. So he kind of turns it back on Job. And essentially what God says is, where were you? Where were you when I created the universe? We might think to ourselves, where were you and where were we when God created the Big Bang? And when the universe expanded... 13.8 billion years ago where where were we everybody in this church of course we didn't exist there's no conception of our existence there is not even the capacities for human life that existed at that point the earth itself was not formed until four and a half billion years ago and then life on earth didn't begin for several several years after that and we're, we're rather recent. Human beings in our modern form are only about 70,000 years old, as far as all the data shows. Where were we? And the point of God posing this question to Job is, is how could you possibly question my plan? Your mere capacity to even think through and recognize that you yourself are a human being, that your your mere consciousness comes from me. Your capacity to think through and question me is, is from me. Everything you have and everything you have been given comes from me. Every breath you take Every morning that you wake up, every good feeling you've ever felt in your life, every sunrise, every sunset, every loving relationship, all those things come from me. I see things in a much wider context than you, Job. Of course I am a loving father. That doesn't mean you're going to understand. Be patient and have the trust of a child. And so this is a very essential message for all of us. It's really the message of the Lord Jesus in today's parable. The message is 
Be patient. We don't know. We're probably never going to find out why we've gone through certain things throughout our entire lives. But God has blessed us, and every breath we take is a gift. And we're called to live as loving children. It's interesting how human beings can go both ways. We can live in perpetual and perennial resentment all of our lives, cursing existence, cursing God. Or we can live in this state of gratitude and awe of God and childlike trust through trial. And in the end, Job, God's servant, um, is blessed. He, we're told at, at, the, at the very basically the last paragraph of the book of Job, um, Job has many more children in his old age. He has his material prosperity grows much more than it was even prior to, prior to all the disasters that took place. And he lives a very happy life where he gets to see his children's children's children. The Lord blesses those who are patient and who trust in him like children. Lord, we ask you to bless us, especially in any type of suffering or pain. Help us to be patient and help us to be like trusting children who do not live in a state of anxiety and do not let us give in to the temptation of questioning your authority, your plan in our life in a negative way. Help us to see all things in gratitude, Lord, and even our sufferings in the context of gratitude, and help us to share those with the Lord Jesus. Through Christ our Lord, amen.